Hey Ed, hey Aaron, this is Zip, and um, I was just curious, given the uh, the release, the, the the recent release of um, some information that indicates the New York Yankees also are stealing signs. Um, Aaron, were you planning to apologize to the Houston Astros and the people of Houston, um, and just yeah, just the city as a whole? This episode, or are you going to do like a like a special about it next week? So, I I eagerly await um, that that apology to the entire city of Houston. Listening to State Your Take with Ed and Aaron. Yo. Can you hear me? Yeah. This is like the first time I got around the first try. I feel like well, that, um, that's almost like Cosmo Celebration. We're evolving, man. I mean, we are like, I guess this is practice and practice makes perfect. Or in this case, it's like practice makes um, subpar in terms of like why we're <laughs> doing what we're doing. So we're just going to go with that. And yeah. yeah, here we are. Back in quarantine. App. App. Uh, the app. app. We won't even again. mention the app by name, but we'll just say the app. App that will not be named. Yeah. Um, we're here again because uh, Aaron got some bad news. <laughs> yeah. Aaron. Aaron here, especially in this. Um, uh, I'm not. I'm not shaming you at all because it could be any of us. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want to. I'm just like say, look what Aaron did to stop that. It's like <laughs> got some bad news, and yeah. I would hate being used this point because it's like. You know, I like to look what news you got. I possibly, there's a good chance, have been exposed to the coronavirus. Yeah. One of my clients came down. um, It was just kind of like a domino effect. She was Mm -hmm. asymptomatic. She wasn't feeling any sickness at all, but she was in contact with someone who tested positive. So she went to go get tested and she turned out positive. And then, Mm. you know, even though she and I, we've been training outdoors exclusively since uh, maybe March. Yeah. March Um, Mm. doing our, doing our best to, you know, stay the distance and not get all all up in each other's face and stuff. Um, She was like, you should go, you should get tested. And Boy, Ed, let me tell you, the uh, the process of finding a testing site in this very city has been painful. Wait, I thought we all have tests, though. We have so many tests. We're the best at testing. It's like we have so many tests for everyone. <laughs> everyone can get a test. If you want a test, you can get a test. It's not a problem. We got all the tests. We got tests on tests. You know, it's just like just test on test on test. It's test, test, tests, like Versace and the Migos thing. It's just test on test and test and tests. I thought that's well, where we were at. Here's the thing. Um, there's a couple of different options that you can do. And maybe this was just a, a problem with the website that I had. But when I went to go and check for testing sites, there's two free drive-up sites that you can go to without an appointment. And they're like, one of them is sort of on the south side of town. And one of them is, I think, on the north side of town or maybe on the east side of town. I'm not sure. Um, but you also have your drive up testing sites that are free that you need to make an appointment for. Right. Right. And so I chose those because those looked like they were going to be a little bit more uh, convenient for me to be in the area. Um, and with the, um, 
the time frame that I, I need. And cost effective, right? And cost effective because again, free. Right. Um, you can also yeah. get like the, uh, I think like the 15 minute or 30 minute quick tests. Um, if you have insurance, it's like 80 bucks, but there's also like a high fail rate with them as well. Yeah, so, it's, I think know, a lot of those kind of got out. This is kind of like half of them, half of them work, half of them don't. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's, there's, there's not really, there's not really like a good option. Like there's moderate to, you know, pretty whatever. Shitty. Um, shitty. So anyway, so I made the, I'm, I went to get an appointment and I checked the locations and you know that the two closest locations, one of them was on Westheimer, which is close to where I live. And the other one was in Cyprus. I could not find a uh, scheduled time for the next week. Okay. So that's the most, the most convenient locations. Do you know the third closest location that I would have been able to get a test for in the next week? Well, we're, we're, how far are we talking? Uh, maybe we're like talking, north side. No, we're north talking side Houston. No, we're ta- yeah, north side, way, way, way north side. We're talking so, Dallas. So Conroe. Oh, all right. I was gonna say Conroe. So you said Dallas, though. Dallas. Talking five hour drive, bro. Five hours. So that's like a like. So you gotta like maybe I don't know. That is it, it's not same day trip. You gotta like maybe plan to go to like a um a motel. Say, or like a Moto Six, something like that, because it's or, like, yeah, or just or just sleep in my car and find uh, go visit our friend up in uh up on on Dallas and and just sleep in my car in his driveway. Uh, but no, yeah. I was able to get a test for next or well, this upcoming Thursday. Um. So yeah, I won't know and, until probably when, next week. When did you find out that you had this, or you could have well, been exposed to it? Uh, she. She got the test on Monday, uh-huh. and she got, she got the results on Thursday. Okay. And so she told me on Thursday. And the last time I saw her was on Wednesday, last Wednesday. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, by the time next Thursday rolls around, like, I'll either have some sort of symptoms or I won't. But the virus will kind of, I guess, have cooked in my system for long enough. So that I mean, I'll be able to get at least a good good result or a you know at least an accurate result on my test. I mean, the thing we don't know if you have it or being supposed to it yet because I think it's, that's another thing too. It's like we don't know if you've actually because the average is about five days, even though it takes yeah. away two weeks. Because like I mean, if you're an outlaw, you could take two weeks to it'll show some shit. But yeah, the like, average is about five days that takes to like show a symptom of it. Yeah, average. but I feel fine. I feel fine. I can still taste food. Um, I don't really have any cough or shortness of breath or a fever yeah. or anything. So, yeah. you know, it just kind of is what it is. But yeah, you know, that's the reason why I'm I'm quarantining myself right now and we're back on the app. Yeah, you're being considerate of 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 me and mine's. I appreciate that. Well, you know. know. Yeah. I mean, you're not a shit person, so Good on you for not being shit, and like just say like oh, I'm fine. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm just gonna walk in here and like dab everybody up and just like breathe on all of my things. So I appreciate that part of it. Um, you know, dude. The craziest but, thing is that I went to the grocery store. Um, actually, last week after after we recorded uh, last week, I went to the grocery store. Like no masks. People are just talking in each other's faces, shaking hands. You know what I'm saying? Just acting mad casual. Shaking about hands. Shaking, shaking hands. Dude. I don't even want I don't shake. Like, that closest people that I know, I don't shake their hands. Because I just don't. Like, I don't, I don't. You, we get it. Like, we, like, I, we get that. Like, if I know you that much, we get that. The love is there. Otherwise, I wouldn't fucking be here. I'd be at home. Like, I wouldn't even come and fucking see you. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'll just shake your hand and let you know that, like, oh, we're cool. Like, I'm here. That's enough. Like, I don't need to shake your hand. And this climate is like, you get it, right? Like, I don't have to shake your hand and be like, hey, we're cool. Right. We can, we can skip that part, I think. Right? Oh, absolutely. At least for the time being, you know? 
Yeah, man. Like, let's get a vaccine before we can say, hey, man, how firm is your handshake? Like, we don't have to measure that at this point. Like, we don't know. We, have to, yeah. we can skip that part. Yeah, none of this is permanent, dude. This is all temporary. But we keep extending the amount of time we have to keep acting like this from not following just simple suggestions and procedures. Like, because we suck. Uh, we like, do suck, man. We do we suck. suck. As a and that's the thing. And that's the thing. Here's, here's what I'm saying. It's like when I was in school, when I was like in like middle school, right? Like my teachers always said that I had like so much potential as a student, but I never did my homework. You know what I mean? Because I thought the shit was boring. I put it in a backpack. I put it away and I wouldn't fuck with it. And I was just like, I, I passed the test, but I just never did the homework because like the homework was boring. I go home, I have cartoons. I don't need to do homework. Like I got cartoons. I was like, why do I do this boring shit when I could just watch cartoons? So I just leave the homework in my in my bag and it's like every now and again my grades won't come out that great i have like a parent teacher conference they call my mom it's like yo he has great potential but it's like he's not doing the homework like we can't give him good grades because he's not doing the homework like he's he's missing parts you know what i mean so it's mm-hmm. like when we talk about america being the greatest country in the world in the in the world it's like how can you be the greatest country, like if you're if you're failing these other things, like you're bad at history, you know what I'm saying? Your science is not good, your math is really bad. Like I keep like with the world problem says we just want to do the math with the black dots. You keep adding all the dots. It's like I don't understand how you don't get that part of the word problem. I can't give you an A for that. Like you're fucking that part up. Yeah. I'm not saying yeah. the country is bad. I'm saying can we get a, I think it may need a parent-teacher conference. That's all I'm saying. Like, you know, yeah, like we, we need some sort of we need some sort of like uh, intervention or something. Yeah, like just like look, America has great potential. Like, I just think he has to like do some more reading on these parts. It's just this doesn't, you know, this the the history like not good. I don't know if he's in reading history. Like, I asked him about Nazis. He put a question mark in there. I don't know if I can give that an A. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, like you can't like that's yeah. a, that's a, that's a, that's a true false. Like, I don't know if these question mark. I can't put that there. Like, you can't hand that into me. You know? Yeah. 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 Well, you know, it'll either way. Next week will be uh, quite interesting. I would say. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Nah, that's good. But um, we should we should make a note that. Uh, we did some. We did a. We did a lot of talking of movies this week. Did you realize that? We did. We, uh, did. we did. A, we did a guest spot on our buddy Ryan, our label mate on the Gamagator Network. Uh, worst of the best podcast. Uh, we talked yeah. Spider Man franchises. That was super fun. It was fun. What is what is that? It was fun. Oh man! Like, see. <clears throat> Hello. Are you there? Oh, gosh. All right. I don't know if he's recording. I don't know if he's talking right now. Hey, if you can hear me, uh, open your screen up again, I think. (laughs) You didn't delete that, did you? You didn't delete the previous recording, did you? I don't, I don't say anything. I don't know what the fuck happened. I don't. I don't. I don't do with that. I don't. I don't know where it is. I didn't do anything. I didn't touch it at all. Okay. All um, right. Cool. Then it should still be there. Like, if it's there is there. If it's not, it's not. I don't. I don't know. No. I don't fucking okay. know. It's fine. 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 Um, where were we? Oh yeah. So we were talking about our guest spot on the Worst of the Best podcast with uh, Ryan. Yeah. And yeah. we talked Spider Man franchises. We talked about the worst. Spider-Man movie of all three franchises, and then we talked about the worst Spider-Man Spider-Man 3. Like, spoiler alert, just in case anyone wonder which one that was the worst one. It's like... Is that a question? Yeah. Nah, I don't think it was. But uh, that was fun. We had a lot of fun there, so go check that out. That's on... That's out today. Actually, he just dropped it. And we did a guest spot coming up on our buddy the cult 45 podcast yeah 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 we talked about 
Friday the 13th Part 3, which I didn't know existed until they asked me about it. Oh, yeah. So if you've never seen Friday the 13th <laughs> Part 3, uh, go watch it. It's on Hulu. And then next Monday, not this Monday, not today, where you're listening to this right now, but the following Monday, um, you'll be able to hear our thoughts on that movie. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, check that out. We've been, we've been busy, man. We've been out here. We've been out here. Out here out and in here. here at the same time. Out here and inside. Uh, also, follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at State Your Take and check out our pod, uh, pod, fuck, our playlist on Spotify, the State Your Take <laughs> with Ed and Aaron. Uh, yeah, there you go. So at the top of the show, I'm going to put in the, the voice message that we got uh, from the uh, anarchist uh, Zip from No Redeeming Qualities, who had, had the nerve to come out the side of his face and ask me such a ridiculous question. Whether, whether or not I would apologize to the Houston, fat, the Houston Astros fans. Um, and I just want to say this. I just want to say this. Um, you know, this city has been pretty good to me for the past uh, over decade or so. Um, and I just want to. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, you know, amidst all of the allegations of the Yankees uh, cheating scandal that have come out, and the uh, the things that I have said to disparage the Houston Astros organization, uh, I truly want to say that I will never apologize. (laughs) I will hate until my last (laughs) breath. And you have to bet me underneath Yankee Stadium before I apologize to you. Lying, low down, dirty sons of bitches, Houston Astros. That will never happen. <laughs> I know I'm you. <laughs> and that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Um, uh, I enjoyed that a lot just because I said that um, the MLB is built on a house of cards and all those cards are cheating ass cards like this is a house built on cheating and I was saying like yo just leave it just leave it just leave it because I'm not saying the Astros didn't cheat I'm saying like the MLB is filled with cheaters we just watched a documentary about Mark McGuire and Sam Sosa, and they both were juicing. And it's like, it'll be new that. They just got to let this shit happen. It's like, I don't know what people wanted. It's like, that shit, like, duh, who does it? The MLB they really, is on cheating. They re- and they really moved that whole steroid thing to the back burner on that documentary. Like, I'm they saying, did- bro. Yeah, it wasn't even a thing. It was like, oh, so needles. What are you talking about? This is a great um, home home run race. It's like, meanwhile, Kim Griffey is like probably the only clean one. And the thing, he just got, got pushed to the back. It's like he got beat by two juicers in that season. So I don't know. It's this weird thing. It's like I don't know what people wanted from the MLB, and that's why like the story came out. It's just like, I mean, yeah, like. I don't think any differently from, I think the, my only thing that I have to say about it is just like, yo, the Yankees came in kind of hot with the, like, y'all know y'all was doing it too. It's like, y- 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 y'all could just say no comment and left it alone. Because we all doing the same shit. Just got caught. Y'all got caught. That's it. But Aaron does come in like, it's like, dude, like, wh- you had to put all that mustard on it, fam? Like, what was that about? Yeah, that that, yeah, but no, because... There's there's a difference. Like the Astros took it to like way too far. Like they were doing so yeah, much no. extra eating. No, like, come that. on. And, no, I, and, and I get the, all that. No. You know what it is? You know what it is, dude? You know what it is? This the Astros were the fucking guy, okay, 
they were uh uh fuck what was the character's name in the what oh the, the astros were kind of like bodie in like season one of the wire where like he wanted he wanted to move up too fast you know what i'm saying like he wanted to be a he wanted to be a general when he was still a soldier you know what i'm saying and he's making the block hot for everybody because we're all trying to move like they know how we move and we know how they move and everybody kind of knows how you move but you guys are out here doing a little bit too much and you're going to draw attention to everybody else you're going to blow this whole thing open so why don't you just relax a little bit calm it down so we can all continue to keep moving the way that we're moving and not disrupt the balance of things. But here the Astros go. They want to fucking use cameras and trash cans and shit. They just did too much, man. They fucking ruined it for everybody. All right. Like, for, like number one, I don't know where you want to get me with that analogy. Cause I love Bowie. Like, and I know, I know we're talking about season one in the wire, but like, I just can't separate that from the rest of Bowie. You know what I'm saying? Like when he, like, I can't, I just keep imagining, like, what if Twitter was around when Bodhi got got? Spoiler alert. Well, you know what, Ed? I got to ask you one question. Where's Wallace? Huh? Where's Wallace, huh? Where's Wallace? Huh? Where's he at? He's like a, a collateral. But I said, he, he, did, he didn't do, he didn't do Wallace. Yeah, but he was in on it. I mean, but he didn't do Wallace, though. And I thought it was, was in on it. It was poop. He was in on it. It was poop, though. He didn't pull the trigger, no. but he was there. Was yeah, he there? It was poop. Was he there? It was, was he there? Oh. I'm saying though. That's what I'm saying though. Can't gloss over that fact. Like, that was like because we all thought it was gonna be Bodie. And it was Poop that the Poop had the one that was the one that had to nut up and pull the trigger. You know what I'm saying? Like we can't stick we're, getting on way, that. we're getting we're getting way off base here. Um, we're getting way off base. But let me get yeah, get back to the point. It's like, all right, my second point is just like, I mean. Still, it's like my. I'm I'm saying for me, I would have had like the Yankees were just be like silent about the shit and be like, "Yo, man, like it happened." Like like if they were just like to um act like they're disappointed in the Astros, like you're supposed to do, like read the statement. Did you read the statement? I'm cool with it because it's like because the Astros got pegged. Y'all 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 on the A side of it. You could just wrote that out and be fine with it, but like. All the double, the double down. I was just like, "Yo, like y'all know what this is, man. Like y'all can't be piling on like that, cause y'all all you could do the same thing." Yeah, you but know it was what different. I mean? It's like uh, it's uh, it wasn't. A, it it's wasn't, different. Like, it is different. It is yeah, different. Like, it was different because it, it was different because they got because the Ashes got caught and it was different. Like I'm saying, if you read the statement and just kept it pushing, I wouldn't have been mad at Yankees at all. Like because we got Ashes got caught with. It. But yeah, but I, could, like, I could literally, I could literally argue about this all day, but we can't. I know you could. I know you could, and that's that's fair. I'm just saying, like, that, I'm saying it's where I come from. I'm not saying the Astros didn't do anything wrong, cause like they, we deserve all the heat we're getting, cause like we did that shit. But at the same time, it's like y'all did it too. So it's like, listen, I hey, mean, don't 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 aggravate me, okay? Like I'm trying to keep my my blood pressure down. I'm trying to keep myself even keeled, okay? I'm sick. All right. Yeah, cause you, you might be sick. You're right. You're right. You're right. Might be sick. alone. My bad. Um, just real quick, I know we didn't put this on the uh, on the docket, but I want to give a shout out to TikTokers because uh, they 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 trolled Trump for his rally yesterday in Tulsa, and uh, <laughs> they ended up, they ended up fucking him up. And uh, I just want to give a shout out to them because uh, you know they really represented. Yeah, I have a little bit in TikTok. And got, a little faith in, got a little faith in General Z. Yeah, I got like so cool. I keep getting surprised all this year. So I, I I can't call shit. Like I said, like TikTok coming through. Like I said, I can't call it. Twenty twenty continues to surprise us. It, it never it, it has not failed once. Not once. Okay, um, let's get into the meat of the show. How about that? Yeah. Who is John Bolton? And why do we need to give a shit? Not Michael Bolton. We know who Michael Bolton is. Yeah, that guy is he has like he has he has very luscious locks of curly blonde hair. No, he doesn't. He, he cut his hair. Did you have you seen him recently? Oh wait, no, nah, I'm just I'm thinking about yo, he's he's cut his hair, yeah. I'm, just, I'm thinking about like yeah. the picture that we all know. Like I'm thinking Classic about like movie. timelines of like 
yeah, it's classic. Michael Bolton is like the curly locks, you know, yeah. in the 80s videos. He probably has like a, um, a leather vest on and black jeans. Right. Uh, yeah. Completely unrelated, though. Kenny G still rocking the luscious curly locks. Yep. He's Kenny like G's- a darker hair Michael Bolton at this point. Yeah. Um, so who is John Bolton and why has he been making the news recently? Was a member of of the Trump administration. Um, he is a guy who is an enthusiast for bad hair and Islamophobia. Um, he looks like uh, he looks like Colonel Sanders' uh, less successful younger brother that couldn't memorize the recipe for the crispy chicken he didn't he couldn't memorize the 11 herbs and spices so he he went into public service and he just kind of fumbled his way upwards yeah he felt upward like he yeah like as for 11 herbs he kept putting like eight or nine he kept missing out on the on the time he kept missing out on the garlic powder like he couldn't remember that Yeah, man like you gotta like where's it like this is there's no garlic in here john like where's the garlic I like that eight fucking time, John. Like, where the fuck is the garlic? And get the fuck out. Get out of here. Just get leave. Just get out. Get out. I'm gonna, get out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look him up and I'm gonna laugh if he's really from Kentucky. I mean, he probably. Uh, I I don't doubt it. Like, I'm. He doesn't. He looks like a guy that will forget the garlic. Like time to time. He does look garlic deficient. Yeah, like he won't forget. He remember that. He's the guy that goes into the barbershop and says, "Let me get that Wilton Brimley, fam." And like, I got you, bro. Oh, he's from Baltimore, actually. Is he? Yeah, he's from Baltimore. So, what Baltimore barbershop gives you the Wilton Brimley then? You know what? This looks like something he could do on his own. To be quite honest with you, I don't know. I feel like he goes in there. Let me get that. Let me get that Yosemite Sam. Like he just goes in there and gets that shit. <laughs> But he's got a book coming out where he's snitching. Snitching. He's telling on Trump. He's telling on what he saw behind closed doors in the White House. And apparently this is going to be the. Uh, um, I don't want to call it the smoking gun, because I don't know if there's really anything in there that we probably don't already know. Right. Right. But, you know, I guess any sort of news is Good news. It's his thing about this guy is like, it's just like, it's like, it's a circus. It's like clown snitching. It's like, it's a clown snitching of the clown. Um, John Bolton sucks. Like the guy that, remember that war in Iraq with John, with George Bush, and we thought we had WMDs, and it turned out there were no WMDs in Iraq. That, I'm familiar. That, yeah, that was this guy. Like, he was the guy that said we had WMDs, and it's like, oh, my bad. We don't have any WMDs. That was this guy. That was John <laughs> forgot the garlic in the fried chicken bowl. That was that same person. <laughs> um, New York Times did a good write-up on, and that's not a sentence, sentence that I say very often, but they did a write-up <laughs> about uh, five takeaways from his new memoir, uh, the, the book is called The Room Where It Happened. And um, one of the first things that, again, something that we already knew was um, Mr. Bolton, as they refer to him, uh, says that Mr. Trump explicitly sought to use taxpayer money as leverage to extract help from another country for his partisan political campaign. A quid pro quo that the House Democrats called an abuse of power. This is obviously referring to um, the Ukraine meddling in our election. So he's basically just saying like, yeah, that happened for sure. And we have the receipts to prove it. Now, again, we kind of already knew that. Some people don't want to believe that to be true. But here is a firsthand account from someone who was there. Right. And it's really like, think. you what? 
I was going to say, I don't really think that's going to move the needle either way, but yeah, no, we'll it's say. not. It's because it's like, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't get the book because it's like on his part. Yeah. Because he sucks. Um, but do I think he has to lie about Trump? Once I don't think so, because it's like, he's not telling me anything. I haven't already seen from Trump. It's like in, in the span of two days, I was monitoring what he was saying, and he said that in these two days that he um, he made Juneteenth hot. Um, there's an AIDS vaccine, and that people wear masks to say they don't like him. Like this is in two days. This is 48 hours of one person yeah. saying things. So it's like yeah. there's nothing in the book that he had that I don't think it's a lie about. It's like you can just watch him and just see him do some crazy shit. So I. Just, I think I don't think he, I don't think he's lying because I don't see why he would have to. Um, yeah, he's been dropping bombs like crazy, uh, you know, figuratively speaking. Um, yeah. Another stand, another standout from the book. Um, he he says singling out episodes of obstruction of justice as a way of life. Um, he says that in. The House should have investigated include Mr. Trump's willingness to intervene in the Justice Department's investigations against foreign companies to, quote, give personal favors to dictators he liked. Mr. Bolton said it appeared to be obstruction of justice as a way of life. Mm. So that's the culture, Mm. I guess, in the White House. It's just like, yeah, just do whatever you want in the name of people that you like um another thing which shouldn't be too surprising is a toxic work environment inside of the administration um over a long career in and out of republican administrations in washington mr bolton had rarely she uh from giving his opinions shied from giving his opinions sorry uh usually born of strong conservative national security convictions that have made him one of the Capitol's most outspoken hawks advocating use of military power and sanctions. While he agreed with Mr. Trump on issues like getting out of the nuclear accord with Iran, he found himself repeatedly trying to stop the president from making concessions to other rogue states or making an ill-considered peace deal with the Taliban in Afghanistan while pushing for a more robust bust use of force against outliers like Iran or Syria. He considered Mr. Trump's diplomacy to be folly. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, yeah. And then finally, uh, battling over what is deemed classified information. According to his lawyer, Charles J. Cooper, Mr. Bolton participated in an extensive back and forth over the book and agreed to all of the revisions mandated by the career official who reviewed it or came up with acceptable alternatives. Only when the review was over did another official, Michael J. Ellis, a political appointee, step in to review it all over again at the instruction of Robert C. O'Brien, Mr. Bolton's successor as national security advisor. Um, if there's classified information still in the book, it's hard to figure out what it might be. There are not references to secret intelligence programs or espionage sources and methods, but Mr. Trump insisted this week that every conversation with him was, quote, highly classified and therefore could not be disclosed, an assertion that goes far beyond tradition. So there you go, man. I mean, yeah, it's... <laughs> I think yeah, the guy is... I doesn't know I'm talking about Trump, but the guy doesn't know. He doesn't realize what he says to people and he doesn't realize how sensitive it might be. So he does the thing that like someone who's pretty stupid would do was just say like, everything I say is important. You can't repeat anything that I'm saying right now. So you just have to like, you know, not talk about it when you're leaving. It's like you can have something there was like, hey, like this at this point, um, Trump had the bubble guts. He talked about it, and it's like this too is classified. Can't have my bubble guts. Bubble guts are classified. You can't bring my bubble guts in any kind of publication without my lawyers reviewing my bubble guts. Don't talk about my fucking hands. 
Right. No hand talk or bubble guts. These are secret service protects bubble guts. Do you think that this is gonna, do you think that's gonna matter to people? Like, do you think that there's anything in this book that could literally sway anybody? No. One way, one way no. or the other. No. The only thing I would trust John Bolton with, I think that he's really good at being Islamophobic, and I thought he can make a hearty bowl of oatmeal. Besides those things, <laughs> I don't think that I would trust him with anything else. Um, so it's, but at the same time, I don't think he has to lie about this because it's like we've seen the crazy already. It's like if he wrote a book called The Sky is Blue and it's like, oh, cool. I didn't know that before I read this book. It's kind of like that. So, I mean, you could buy it if you want to. I'm not going to buy it because it's like, I'm not going to say anything in there that I didn't already know. So that's kind of where I am with it. You know, like, I think that because I feel like when you see ABC talking about the guy that John Trump wants to shut up, like, John Trump wants everyone to shut up that's around him because he's like, he does horrible shit all the time. So anyone has any kind of information about him, he's going to want them to not talk because he's, like, he said, grab who's with Billy Bush from Access Hollywood. Like, this is the same guy. He says horrible things to everybody. You know what I mean? So I don't think that I'm going to find anything in this book that I didn't already know or was beyond my realm of, like, Oh, we couldn't do that. It's like, nah, I think we're fine. I think the shark has been jumped. We're waiting for everything. Agreed. Um, yeah. Okay. So we should talk about our reparations that we got this week as we black people. Well, well we, got, we got for certain, uh, we got our groceries back. We got yeah. uh, some representation. Aunt Jemima. Uncle Ben, uh, Mrs. Buttersworth are all no longer with us. May they rest in peace. I'll miss them. Um, The imagery from the labels are going to be going away, according to the companies that make the breakfast food products. Or I guess Uncle Ben's is rice. That's not like breakfast food. Um, Did did they say anything about the cream... Did they say anything about the cream of wheat guy? Is he still going to be on the box? The he's, in, he's in the radar. Like, I don't think he would. Cause I think, I think. So no one's like talking about it. You know what I mean? It's like, you I gotta, gotta be box, like. In, I got a box of cream of wheat in my cabinet right now. And I was just thinking about that. You got to write a letter, man. Like, like, they, like you got to speak up. You speak I should. Up. I should yeah, say something. To, someone's got to say something. Um, Some kind of rep for cream of wheat. Why the fuck do they keep doing this? Like, why do they keep doing these? Like, why do they keep giving us roses after they punch us in the face and apologizing for it? Oh, um, I'm sorry, baby. You just know how I get. I just get so angry sometimes. I can't control my anger. But you know that I love you, right? Here's my credit card. Go buy yourself some shoes. Like, that's what they're doing right now. They're giving us their card so we can go buy shoes. Yeah. Because it's like, well, like, remember, when, like, years ago when buildings weren't burning, where it's like, hey, the Aunt Jemima thing, it's kind of racist. And they're like, ah, shut up. It's cool. And then it's like, yeah, hey, you know that thing of Uncle Ben? Kind of racist. And it's like, ah, shut up. You're cool. It's, don't even worry about it. Like, it's not a big deal. And it's just like, hey. And I was like, hey, you know the police are killing us? Stop doing that. It's like, how about this? And Jemima, that's not cool. And it's like, but the police, though. And Uncle Ben, not cool. <laughs> yeah, but the police, though. Like, that's still... That's what we came to the desk with. Everyone celebrates it. Yeah, like, it's always been a thing, but the police and the killings. Thing. <laughs> mm. I will say this, and again, shout out to Jersey, but New Jersey is going to be the first state ever to require that African-American history be taught in every grade. So... I was like, semester of it. I don't know. I don't know what the, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to like get because no, if I can learn a semester of Texas history, I can get a semester of African history. Like that's just fair because I learned, I learned actually a whole fucking year in middle school of Texas history, which is like, that's just fucking dumb. Like what a waste of time that was. I can't use any of this shit. <laughs> you said it, not me. I mean, look, like I don't like, like most of your state's history is fucking dumb. Like if you have, Arizona State history, that's stupid. If you have Oklahoma State history, that's stupid. Like, all of it. Any state history is dumb. Like, 
it's stupid. And, and you don't have Af- I have a month for African American history. It's like that's fucking stupid. So yeah, I stand by that. Take history, fucking dumb. Always the time. Facts. Um, but yeah, I don't know like how specific they're gonna get with uh with like when they're gonna teach and how long they're gonna teach it for, but every grade you gotta get it. You gotta get in there. I guess that's kind of the same thing as doing Black History Month, but whatever. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see how that plays out. Um yeah, this doesn't this doesn't really uh this doesn't really move the needle for me either. Cause like you said, they knew it was racist. We've been telling them it was racist for years. Uh, they just didn't care. I've seen no, but one thing it's where has given me, they've given me some new, they give me some new branding ideas, which I've seen all of them. Oh yeah. Like I saw on Jemima thing, they said they want to change to Aunt Viv, and it was the it was the first it was Freshness of Bel Air on one bottle, and they had the, dark they had the light, yeah, dark skin Viv, but they had the light with no sugar one. And it was a light skin and Viv. It's like, um, that was um, Viv light. I mean, that's pretty much the best idea I've heard, maybe ever. No. And another one I've heard was, like, I saw a um, a tweet where it said, like, Quaker Oats mm-hmm. and then replaced with Shaquille Oatmeal. And it was Shaquille I mean, Oatmeal's face. I'm, look, I'm all for, like, Shaquille Oatmeal. Like, can I get the, um, the like, you get the, um, yeah, I like the oatmeal bars and call them like hack snacks. I really like these ideas. I'm not even kidding. I'm, you, I'm, I'm not, not against it. Yeah, I'm not against it. Like if if you put Shaquille O'Neal's face over the Quaker Oat guy and you had him like on oatmeal in the stores, I'm buying eight of that shit. And like I'm not like I have Shaquille oatmeal. Like what's breakfast Shaquille oatmeal? And he's not gonna turn on the check. Yeah. He's, yeah, I mean, he's with the general. I mean, like, whatever. Um, I saw a really good idea to replace the statue in Columbus, Ohio, of Christopher Columbus with a statue of Bruno San Martino. Yeah, I like that. I so, like I, mean, that. Like, I mean, like, if we're just doing that, like, let's just fucking go. Like, let's go all the way. Like, let's put, uh, let's put a statue of the Master Chief at... Uh, some like a fucking military base somewhere, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, like Robert E. Lee, like, fuck that. We're Master Chief right here. Like he's Halo. Yeah, or let's put a let's put a statue of uh, Sonic the Hedgehog in Indianapolis because you know speed, you know, or something. That's um, fine. If there's, if there's a Confederate statue there, and we're on a place with like a video game, like argue any of that. Like if you want to, we're gonna um this Robert E. Lee. This Christopher Columbus statue. We're gonna like fine. Fuck it. Yeah. Why not? Let's let's do that. Let's let's replace let's replace uh the statue of of any like B. Arthur. Put a statue of B. Arthur somewhere in Florida or wherever the Golden Girls where the wherever the Golden Girls took place. Like let's put a statue there in that city. Like let's just replace everybody with pop culture icons because you know what? All of them. Not B. Arthur, all of them. We're brought to talk about Rue McClanahan. Betty White, yeah, yeah, B. Arthur. The whole that's what I'm cast. saying. Like, like, spread it around Florida. Because I'm pretty sure that, yeah. that show takes place in Florida, doesn't it? Maybe. It's, it feels very Floridian to me. It feels very Floridian, right? So let's just spread them around Florida. You know what I'm saying? And then make it like a scavenger hunt for people for when they yeah, go visit Florida. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm totally... I'm totally you have an argument for me. For me, I love a Golden Girl statue instead of like a Confederate general like what do you mean like one will bring down my day and one will brighten my day like this is this is a no-brainer to me facts yeah um yeah no i really like this idea i think that's much better than uh getting aunt jemima and mrs brothersworth out of here yeah let's get let's get like the pop culture icons like instead of like just tearing down these confederate statues let's replace them with things let's just take them down and replace them with things that we most Love in our lives, like we. Don't, I know Sonic the Hedgehog doesn't have a problematic history. He may have some bad games, but that's about as far as it goes. Like, he can't help that, right? You know that's what I mean. So yeah, it's not on Sonic. You can't blame Sonic for that. Like you can't blame Sonic for having bad developers make bad games. Like it's just it's not his fault, right? And you know what? Even I still accept. I, I I'm I forgive Sega for that. 
because they got too much good shit in the bank with me. Okay. Yeah, I mean, um, okay. You know who doesn't get in, uh, forgiveness from me or for you? Oh, for me, yeah. You forgive him? No, I was going to say. I was going to say Mike Gundy. He doesn't get any forgiveness. Yeah. I was like, yeah, like, um, are you there? Say, yeah, I'm here. I just want to make sure that you were going to say something. That's all. Oh, no. Wow. No, this show, I don't think we've stepped on each other's toes more than we ever have on this show. <laughs> like, this because is, it's this trash really- app. This is why I'm so mad. I'm not happy doing it on this app because, like, we have verbal cubes. Like, I know when you're talking, you know, when I'm talking. I can't do that because we're on the fucking app. And this is why I'm so mad about this shit. I hate. Yeah, this episode, hate. Is, really, this episode is really a mess. <laughs> I just, like, I'm so, I, like, look, I'm so mad about, like, someone having to infect you because we suck as a people. Meanwhile, like, New Zealand's open and we're watching Korean baseball and we have the best fucking medical we have the best fucking like healthcare in the world and yet like our approach to the fucking pandemic is just act like it's not there like it's fucking maddening but i'm sorry that's a tangent go on no, it's, it's fine i was gonna say this is like that moment in uh in uh episode uh seven of star wars where poe dameron comes face to face with uh kylo ren and he's just like so are you gonna talk am i gonna talk like who talks first so go ahead, talk first about your feelings on Mike Gundy and why he's a punk. I think I think number one, whenever back in the day, I was because I was just like, I don't trust mullets in this day and age. I never have. I mean, I know people think it's like this in the front, prior in the back, but to me it's just like this in the front, racism in the back. Like I don't trust them. I never have. Um, so, like, when we went, I was like, hey, how cool that was. I was like, eh, no. Um, but now he came out wearing the um, OEN shirt. And then he said he didn't know what OEN really did when they caught him with it. He was like, I didn't know they were racist. But then you also have posts saying how praise the networks recorded, like, um, broadcasted. And then you say you didn't know, like as if like this this will sell it. He did. I didn't know. We're just gonna take that. Oh, he did. Oh, he didn't know. The guy with the mullet didn't know. And then um, we had Alfred Williams come out and say like, "Yeah, he called me an N-word <laughs> on the field yeah. <laughs> when we were playing as kids." Yeah, um, I told you and Young Corona about OAN a few weeks ago when this story broke. And I basically said that they occupy that space between Fox News and InfoWars. I was going to say Fox and News wrong. is hell. Yeah, no, I, I was wrong. Like, they are they are farther off than, than that. Like, they're probably close. They're more close to InfoWars than they are Fox News. Like, they are legitimately dangerous when it comes to spreading opinions on far right wing ideas. It's not just ideas, it's just like it's just false information I put out there. Yeah. Yeah. But like if you're a right winger and you're a conservative and you watch OAN, like you are on the far end of the spectrum in terms of tolerance for for certain things. Right. Like you are like you're the probably the people that turned up in Tulsa to watch Trump amid a pandemic. Like that's how that's how brainwashed you you are. Yeah, all eight of you. This is terrible. Yeah, all eight of you. Uh, so what did you make about the apology? Is it, was it a real apology? Did you feel like there's going to be some real change at the Oklahoma State University program? Um, what'd you take from it? I'm, I, I think I might go in for a minute. I don't want to step on your toes. So what'd you take from it? Because I'm, like, I'm, I'm about to go in for a little bit. I took that it was exactly the kind of apology that you would expect from two people who were told what to say. Like there was no heart. There was no sincerity to it. It was, this was a story that should not have gotten out. 
And now we have to play damage control. So somebody from the top said, okay, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to, we're going to write out what you're going to say. And we're going to write out what you're going to say. You're going to look into the camera and you're going to say exactly the words that are on the fucking paper. It was disgusting to see because there was no reason for us, the public to be involved in this. Like if they wanted to talk about what was going on, like it had, it had nothing to do with us. The reason why the, the story even got traction was because how do you say, is it chubby? How do you say that? How do you say the kid's name? Is it chubby? Chubby? Chubba. Chubba. Okay. The reason why, the reason why it got out was because he took his stance and he took his position of power, which is social media to expose Mike Gundy for, for what he is. And Bomani Jones had a great point about this. He was like, look, he doesn't have to apologize for wearing the shirt. The shirt isn't the issue. If that's who he is, then, then that's who he is. But what they're not talking about is like the culture of why he thought it was okay for him to wear that shirt or for him or for him to be amongst all of those kids, all of those black kids with that kind of idea in his mind. You know what I'm saying? Like for him to go out and say like, he's going to send kids back to the ghetto and he's going to do all of this and that. And he's, you know, like saying nigger and shit like that. Like, why is that guy? Why is that guy allowed to have a position of power amongst kids? Like, why is he allowed to be an influence on people's lives? Like, that's the problem that needs to happen. It's not about the fucking shirt. It's not about the news that he watches. It's about putting people with that kind of mentality in position of power. Like, that's the issue. Well said. Yeah, I mean, but that's that's the best part of. The story to me is that his tailback called him out on it. Like that was the yeah. most that was that was the most beautiful part of the whole thing. Like his tailback was like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not fucking with this shit. Like either he says something or like it's gonna be, it's gonna be some change. And that's the thing, it's like I know at some point he's gonna lose his job. But here's my thing, I don't want him to get fired yet. Because I want to see. I don't. I don't want him to. Get, I don't want him to get to like get fired, go away for a couple of years, and then get back and get another job as like a courier somewhere quietly. Like, I want him. I want. I want him to scorch the earth. With, stay on the job. I want his players to quit on him. I want him to go week for week and just get drunk as he motivates to beat him. And I want him to be radioactive after all. Like I want to be to the point of like we can't win. I want him to go recruiting. And my parents don't get the fuck out of get the fuck out of my house. I want people to just like look at Oklahoma State. Like I don't want any child of mine to go there. I want Definitely. like I want this nigga to be radioactive at this point. Like I don't believe his apology. I don't believe anything he said. I think that like we go back that far to be a quarterback and have like um, a linebacker saying like he called me the N word and I have twenty people that are backing up. Like. This is who he is. You know what I'm right. saying? It's like, I, and I've been saying like people cancel all the time, but like we have, like, she used to go as far as to when he was a, like, an adult, like, just like um, a college student. So now he's still doing the same shit. Nah, man. Like, to me, this is who Mike Gundy is. And, this, uh, and I just, I want the dude to lose in, in there and just be the point where like we can't hire him anywhere for anything yeah that would be really interesting to see like if because we know that college coaches whether they be football or basketball the the worst scandal that they can get caught up in like it's never damning you know what i'm saying like or unless your name is uh, joe paterno um <laughs> but like they always seem to are able to bounce back so it would be interesting yeah. interesting yeah. to see if you know if he, if he ends up getting fired at some point or if he ends up getting let go uh, because he, he simply can't be a leader, he can't, he can't control his locker room or anything like that. It'll be interesting to see if anybody takes him on as a coach in the aftermath of all of this, given what we know about him now, because yeah, how do you go and sit in someone's living room and 
talk to somebody and say like, oh, we want you to be a part of this program. We're going to be the best. We're going to try to make you the best version of you that you can when you know what's in that man's heart. Right. And that's not to say that people can't change. Like, yeah, maybe he can change, but also like how old, he's like 50 years old at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like what are the odds of that happening? Probably very slim to none. Yeah. And that's my thing. So I, I, I just, huh? No, keep going. I just, I just want like, I, I want him, I don't want him to get fired yet because I think a way you can get fired, you can just get fired and wait for things to blow over. But I mean, like when you lose to the point that you drag down the entire program, that says more about him as like a coach to me. Like if he just, I, I hope they don't fire him. I hope that people will take this story in and they process it and they just realize that like, yo, like no one wants to go there. And like Oklahoma State is dragged up to a point that they had no choice to let him go. But it's after they realize that he was just dragging the whole program. And then he has that reputation. It's like, you will drag the whole program wherever you go because no one wants to play for you. That's I was going to ask you, I was going to ask you, do you think that his players this season are even going to want to get up and get out and like play for him at this point? I think some will. I think some won't. Like, I think that, I, I, like, honestly, I thought like it's I felt like there's some players that are going to be like, you know, um, like, it's kind of like when I played for, uh, Hastings and Coach Temple got like charged for murder. You know, there's some players that were just like, he didn't do it, but there's players like, hey, he did that shit. You know what I mean? It's going to be like every locker room. I think that the locker room is going to be the same thing. It's going to be like this. People are going to be like, down for Mike Gundy. It's like, I believe in my coach or whatever. And this is when he goes like, ah, fuck this guy. So it's going to affect a locker room regardless of what you do. You know what I mean? Like that, like recruiting. Oh, recruiting is gonna fucking hurt. Like you may not see it now, but I think in the future when he's recruiting, it's gonna affect it for sure, for sure. Do you have an education for this week? I do. Um, I want to. This is like my open letter to the police. Um, okay. Here's my thing to the about the police. It's like a joke, which I couldn't dodge because it's really, really funny to me. Um, but honestly, like, I don't have a problem with the police personally. Believe in the idea of police, like the concept of people going out to risk their lives to protect and serve. I think that the idea of policing is an honorable thing. Like you're risking your lives for the better, the betterment of the society, which is the idea of police. Um, so I don't have a problem with that. And there are some policemen that go out and believe in just that. They want to do. Just that they want to go out there, protect and serve. So I do, I do appreciate those guys that are doing that. I'm just what I'm saying is this though. I'm saying that there are the there are good ones that just believe in the concept of just going out and protect and serve. But if you're looking at the state of prison today, and you don't see anything wrong with what's going on, then you're not one of the good ones. I think that. Um, I think that the culture is difficult to navigate in terms of like whenever you're in a place like I guess like in the police force where more people doing the wrong thing, you can't be a snitch or whatever. Uh, like I understand how that's difficult, but I'm saying like this is the time where that's being put under a microscope. So if you are a and you believe in the idea of policing, this is your time to speak up on that part. Like if you want to change it. And you have to, you want to get to the point where police are trusted by the public. It's time to unpack your shit. Like you have to unpack everything that's top. And that like there's a lot of racism in the history of being a police officer that may just embed its way into things that are into modern policing now. So I'm not saying that people that go into the um occupation of being a police officer. But I'm just saying that some inherent things that are raced into your practice that you have to unpack. It's like so I just that and that's my thing. It's like I don't like I don't hate the police personally. I don't think and I think most people don't either. I think we're just saying the things that are wrong there that need to be fixed. And I think you just have to I think that at this point in time there's there's a chance where you can really address those problems and make policing what 
you got in there to do, as opposed to what we're seeing it as now. Facts, man. Good shit. Uh, okay. Well, thanks everybody for listening. We appreciate you. We love you. And thanks for putting up with putting up with us during this uh, time of COVID. God damn it. Uh, please go listen to those podcasts. Please go listen to the worst of the best podcast with Ryan. And uh, please go listen to Cult 45 podcast. Um, two really just great shows. Um, worst of the best is kind of like just sitting around with your buddies and just, you know, talking shit and trying to convince each other which one is the best or which one is the worst and why your other person is right or wrong. And then Cult 45, you know, I mean, it's, I, I think it's one of the best movie podcasts out there, period, point blank, period. Um, I'm not just saying that because they're our friends, but like I really do enjoy listening to their show a lot. Yeah, um, Dude, I think we might have set a record with the earliest uh, sex joke on their podcast. Yeah, there are a lot of semen and like, sex jokes, isn't it? It's literally yeah. it. So if that's your thing, then that's what you want to listen to. And it must be your thing because you're listening to this show. So it's yeah, got to be your uh, thing. Yeah, we have a lot of those too. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Hopefully, we'll be back in uh, Ed's living room recording in one on one. But if not, then that is just what it's going to be. Yeah. If we make All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Alligator Productions.